is doing. And uh, we are training ministers, and we have ministers in training. We have uh, a lot of different ministers that do uh, pulpit ministry, but they also do other things. And we are very thankful for all of our ministry, uh, those who greet people as they come in, those who see people, those who take up the offering, those who clean the church. That's even a ministry. Amen. Cleaning toilets is a ministry. I know that may not seem like it, but it really is because somebody's got to do it, right? Amen. And uh, so when we do it as unto the Lord, uh, God blesses that. And we are so thankful for our guys that keep the, the yard mowed. How many of you noticed the yards mowed? Yes. Amen. We got weeds to keep knocking down. Amen. We, we're thankful for all the work that's gone in. How many of you noticed a little bit of paint on the wall over there? Anybody notice that? Amen. On the outside brick wall, we're going to be painting the whole brick. We're going to paint all the brick. It's going to be that color of gray. And uh, we're going to try to, because we have a lot of different colors of bricks, so we're going to try to unify everything and make it all one. Uh, but we'll tell you more about that later. But really, really right now, what we're going to do is we're going to focus in for our finale of the Rubber Band series. It's a series on growth, and we want Brother Ted Abbott to come, and he's going to speak to us the Word of the Lord. Everybody say, God bless Brother Ted. Well, praise the Lord and hallelujah, everyone. I would like to begin by thanking Pastor for giving me this wonderful task of finishing up this magnificent series on spiritual growth. This has not been easy, and it's been a process going through the entire thing. But, if you like to question things kind of like I do, you've probably been sitting there through this whole last month wondering exactly what is spiritual growth. Well, I am going to give you the simplified version of spiritual growth, and it's going to come directly out of the Word of the Lord. So if you could turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 1, we're going to read verses 5-11. through 11. Give me an amen when you get there. Amen. So we have two people using you version. Amen. That's okay. Starting at verse 5, And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind, and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. I'm going to read that last, last passage again. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. We just left those things behind us, didn't we? Amen. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Really, spiritual growth is just really that simple. Before we get started, before we go any farther, let's go ahead and pray and ask God to meet us here in the service today. So Lord, I thank you for what you continue to do in this house. And I thank you for how you continue to help us grow inside your kingdom and inside your word. And God, I just want to... 
everyone in this place that's underneath the sound of my voice right now, whether they're watching on live stream or they're here in person, God, we want them to feel your comfort and your joy. We want them to know that it's really not as difficult as it may seem to move forward in your kingdom, and we want to keep moving forward, and we want to keep growing with you. And we give you praise, honor, and glory for what's going to happen in this place today. In Jesus' name. Y'all may be seated. Well, spiritual growth. It's really not as difficult as we might think it is. For me, it was a little difficult, especially when I was preparing for this message. I had three different ideas, and then a fourth idea, and then I figured out that I was overthinking. And I had a little guidance and a little extra nudge to get me back on track, and it really turned out to be not as complicated as what I was making it out to be. <clears throat> Spiritual growth is simply this. You're growing in your spiritual mindset and you're trying to become more like Jesus every day. And you add in your components of faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, love, so we can keep moving and keep going forward and keep growing and adding to the kingdom. Right. It really was a simple, clear path but you know, most people would like to take spiritual growth and compare it to human growth. Well, I'm not going to go down that path because that would lead us completely out of our series and I would be talking about something completely different. So I'm going to leave the human growth stuff behind us and I'm going to focus in on our theme of rubber band. Why don't we one more first of scripture for you and it's out of first peter chapter one and i'm going to start at verse 14 so you must live as god's obedient children don't slip back into your and i'm reading out of the new living translation by the way i'm sorry so you must live as god's obedient children don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires you didn't know any better then but now you must be holy in everything you do just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. Tonight I want to begin to highlight some of the points that Peter laid out for us in these scriptures. And if we continue to follow Peter's guidance, it will continue to direct us and move us in a forward fashion. We might make mistakes and we might slip backwards. But for every two steps we take back, we are able to take four steps forward if we keep following the formula that Peter gave us. We have to keep adding to our faith. And as we add to our faith, we add virtue. And in virtue comes knowledge, and knowledge self-control, and we keep going and going, and we build on the foundation, which is our faith. And this takes us and keeps us moving forward where we keep growing spiritually and we keep growing as people. But first, I want you to take a look at the rubber band that I had Joe hand everybody as you came in tonight. The rubber band 
is just a flexible piece of office equipment. You can stretch it, you can shoot stuff with it like Sister Cooper was doing earlier out in the lobby, which I should have known better than to give it to Sister Cooper and Sister Bond. I'm waiting for something to come flying up here before I'm done tonight. But you can take this rubber band and you can put it around things. Put it around my water bottle. And it's going to hold the form of my water bottle. People use rubber bands in order to hold wood pieces together, in order to screw them in or nail them together, or even to glue them together. Rubber bands are useful enough to where you can stick it down in the threads of a screw that might not be cooperating with you, and you can get that extra grip by using a rubber band. It takes so many different shapes and sizes, and it has so many different uses with just one simple rubber band. You can use it for reminders. You can place it on your wrist. That way when you look down, you go, oh yeah, I forgot. I have to go ahead and take care of whatever it is that I'm doing. But the big part of the rubber band that I want you to focus on is that once it's surrounded on an item for an extended period of time, it starts to take the shape and it starts to lose its initial shape. You might have a tiny rubber band. But when you start putting it on something and making it bigger and bigger, it starts to stretch to meet the requirement of that object. And then it's not just the same small rubber band that it started out to be. But see, the big concept of our series is that, you know, the rubber band is an example of how we grow spiritually. We need to continue to be flexible and teachable and we need to be willing to lose our old shape and become something brand new in Jesus that we weren't before. We need to surrender to God more. And this is going to in turn help us grow spiritually. We don't want to continue to keep walking the same path we used to walk. We need to leave all that worldly stuff behind us. We need to continue to repent daily. And I say daily because we make mistakes daily. There is not one person that's in here that can say that they've never made a mistake. We need to continue not to sin the same sins. We need to learn from the past mistakes as Lisa mentioned last week in her message. Oh, you thought. Yes, I know that that's something that our teens like to live in, but it stuck with me. Because, yes, it comes about when you do make a mistake. Why did I think that? Why did I do that? I have made a terrible mistake. But see, we can get over that. Because we can move forward and we can let the Holy Ghost begin to guide us. And He can direct our path. And it can direct our lives and what we should put in it or take out of it. Even if you're sitting here tonight and you don't have the Holy Ghost, God led you here. And He led you here for a purpose. It's not just to sit here and hear me talk and probably make a fool of myself more than once. But God brought you here because He wants you to know that He loves you. 
And He cares about you. And He cares about where you're going to be spiritually. He knows that you're going to make mistakes. And He knows that you're going to have those oops moments. But we all do. And He's still going to love us through that whole thing. And this is going to help us continue to move and grow and keep focusing our eyes forward. See, Peter gave us some pretty clear instructions when he told us back in verse 14 in chapter 1, so you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then. Now he's telling us that we're going to make mistakes. And we're going to stumble. But the key to it is, is learn from those mistakes. When you were a child and you decided it would be a great idea to go and slide in the driveway just because you didn't know what it felt like. Once you felt that initial pain, you knew that you were not going to do it again. Because it hurt. Well, I think we can apply that to our spiritual growth. I haven't always been in church. And I haven't always been an ideal Christian. But I felt the pain of that scorched skin knee and that bruised up elbow. But I'm telling you, once I came back and I started learning from those past mistakes and I started moving forward, God continued to build me up and lift me. And He continued to make me feel good about myself and realize that all those other things that might happen to us are just temporary. But God's love is everlasting. And with our spiritual growth, we learn to realize that God is always going to love us no matter what we do. Now Peter, he made some mistakes too. You know, Peter... He left behind his old life and he chose to follow Christ. But then he made a big mistake when he denied Christ. So what did Peter do? Peter fell back into his old way. And he went back to his old life. And he went back to his fishing boat. And he took his nets and he went back out on the ocean and he said, I'm going to catch fish. Even though Jesus commanded me to be a fisher of men. I'm going to do it my way because that's the way I'm comfortable with it. But you know, after the resurrection, Jesus came back to Peter. And he was like, this is the imagining that I have in my mind. Peter looked at him and he's sitting in the boat with it, or Jesus is in the boat with Peter and he looks at him and goes, dude, what are you thinking? I instructed you to be fishers of men. Why are you back out here on the water? Men are not out here on the water unless you've got somebody else in the boat. But no, you're here by yourself. What are you doing right now? And you know, Peter realized the error of his way after his conversation with Jesus. And he was like, you know what? You are absolutely right. I shouldn't be doing this my way. And I think we all have kind of a tendency to want to lean towards doing it our way. Once we start doing things our way, we're not following God's way any longer. And you know, I've walked in the sin, and I've sinned with others, 
in my previous life. And I chose to ignore God's calling on my life because sin was so much fun in that particular moment. But then I had great people come into my life. And, you know, I'm very grateful for the elders that we have in this church. Brother and Sister Dummett took my broken body and my broken spirit and my broken mind and they pieced me back together, kind of like a jigsaw puzzle. And not only did it have an immediate effect on me, it also had an effect on my family. And we all were deciding that we wanted to continue and find out the glory and the joy that God had waiting for us. I can tell you now, I might not be the best preacher that stands behind this pulpit, but I know that I wouldn't trade any amount of my Holy Ghost for the drugs and the alcohol that I used to do. That's my path. And the leading of the Holy Ghost, it was a foreign idea to me. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea how my family was going to be affected by my choices. I had no idea how I was going to move forward. I was stuck in a cycle in my past. And it kept going and going. It's like being in the dryer, watching, just watching the outside world spin around me. And I had no idea when I was going to stop. August, four years ago, I walked into the crossroads. And I haven't walked back out. This experience with the Holy Ghost and with a pastor that truly cares about our spirituality and who he cares about what happens to us as people. He cares about us personally on a deep level. I know some people think, well, that's really complicated because you guys have so many members and he's so busy all the time. But I tell you what, I've seen pastor's prayer list and it puts mine to shame sometimes because he has each and every one of us with needs and he knows where we need to go spiritually. He has an idea what's going on in our lives and he genuinely cares about how we get there. So he takes people like me and he puts me in front of you guys to tell you it's not easy. Spiritual growth seems more complicated than what it is when you keep living in your worldly environment and you keep making those same mistakes and sinning those same sins over and over again. But you know what? We can take those two steps back and we need to continue to look forward and take those four steps. Because God is going to be there in the end. And He's going to be standing there with His arms wide open going, all you had to do was listen the first time I told you. You didn't have to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. I'm right here. Move forward in me. This is where you belong. This is where you, 
This is where I want you to be. I don't want you to be back there any longer. I want you to move forward. I want you to grow. I want you to be able to walk around and tell people, you know what? I genuinely love you. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what gender you are. We have to have genuine love for each other. Because that's what God asked us to do. I mean, I know that it sounds simple. And, you know, everybody thinks, well, you, 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 got, you, you made it through, Brother Ted. You made it. I'm happy for you. But you don't know what I'm going through right now. Well, you know what? I might not exactly know what you are going through. I might not know your exact problem. I might not know the trial that you're facing right now. But I do know one thing. Once you start growing spiritually and moving forward in God, those trials become easy. They become trivial. It's like, okay, God, I know you got me. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put my comfort in you. And I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to pay these bills right now because I'm doing what I'm supposed to because you told me to. God, I'm not going to worry about whether or not I'm going to have a job tomorrow because you said as long as I trust in you, you will provide for me. But see, sometimes we tend to focus on those past mistakes and past issues. And we kind of stick there because it's what we know. And we get uncomfortable when we become challenged or convicted according to God's Word. But you know what? We need to continue to lean on Jesus and let Him show us what our path needs to be. If you were always taking the left, Jesus is going to show you you need to take the right. You might have twists and turns down that path. It might be a little bumpy, but you're going to get where I want you to go. It's not because you want to get there. You're going to get there when I tell you to get there. You know, we're not going to grow, and we're not going to move, and we're not going to continue to better the kingdom if we keep living in our old lives. I'm not saying give up your testimony. Your testimony is the most important thing to you. It's the best way to reach people in this crazy world that we live in. But you know what? Our end goal should be looking forward to Jesus coming back and knowing that we are not going to be here on this earth any longer. So I want to kind of travel back just a second. I want to go over some of the points that Peter made. And we need to take that initial faith after we've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with His precious Spirit. And we need to add virtue to that. You know, virtue is just simply where we let God dwell and change us from the inside out. And once He begins to work on us, it helps us leave that old nature behind. Because we have that Spirit on the inside. And it's guiding us. And He's guiding us towards good. He's trying to keep us moving forward in things that might not be comfortable to us anymore, but they're good according to His Word. 
He's trying to take that path and go, no, you're not going to go this way. I'm brushing that path off. You can't even see it anymore. I want you to go the way that I want you to go. And once our virtue gets into place and we start realizing that God is actually in control, we start to add knowledge on top of that. And when we get to talking about knowledge, we are talking about the instruction manual of instruction manuals. This is not the directions you get from Ikea that can confuse you the second you get home. These instructions are very simple and plain. And if you can't understand the King James Version, I know there's these and thous and it gets confusing. But there's the New King James where you can go back and you can look and go, wow, that makes more sense. Or you can use the English Standard Version and go, man, I was interpreting this all wrong. But there's knowledge in the reading of the Word. There's knowledge in a Bible study. There's knowledge in sitting down with those that are like-minded as you are and saying, I need to learn more. We should stop being stuck where we're at. We need to continue to read and learn more for what God has in store for us. And then once we add that knowledge, God's going to continue to give us temperance and we can control our flesh better. And we begin to understand God's authority over our life and how He really wants us to move and interact with people. He doesn't want us to keep talking the same. And He doesn't want us to keep acting the same. He wants us to overcome all that and start acting and talking and being more Jesus-minded. And then we add on patience. You see, I'm building on top of each one of the steps. Oh, patience. (laughs) I struggled with this one. I got stuck here for a while in the the patience category. I'm not going to lie. When you are quick to show anger, and you're quick to get upset over a situation... This is where you have to think back and realize that God wants us to admit our patience. He is going to try our patience, but God is not going to give us more than we can't handle. You're going to go through tough times. You're going to go through things that might make you question whether or not you should be doing what you're doing. You know, you can even get to the point where you start wondering... I just want to get there. I am tired of being here. I want to get there. Well, my friends, I I have to tell you, you need to be patient. God's got a plan for all of us. And God willing, if He doesn't come back tomorrow, we're going to continue to need that patience in order to wait Him out. Because that's where it's actually going to be. And that's where we're going to experience the greatness that God has in store for us. Then we have to build righteousness or godliness on top of our patience. And we put all these pieces together and it helps us understand that God has a higher calling for all of us. 
We begin to think differently. We begin to dress differently. We begin to, begin to talk differently. We begin to carry ourselves in a different manner. And then we practice holiness in our personal life. This is where we're getting into some higher levels of our spiritual growth now. We're not just down here at our initial faith experience anymore. Yes, I know it's not going to happen overnight. There's not a miracle pill. There's not a fad that you can follow in order to get from your initial faith experience all the way up to the godliness standard. There is nothing that we can fall asleep tonight and wake up tomorrow and go, I've got it figured out. Because if you do, I need you to share it with me. Because I surely don't have it. But you know, once we start putting all these things together, we start looking at our brotherly love and kindness. This is the motto of our church. We're a church where love is the answer. We love you no matter what color you are. We love you no matter what our differences may be. We might have problems, but we're willing to admit it, and we're going to push it to the side. And, Kyle, I love you, buddy. Josh, man, you've been there for me more times than I can count. I love you, man. You are truly a great friend and a great mentor in my life. Pastor, I know that I'm not the greatest preacher in the world. I know that I might have some issues, but I am so happy that you take the time to mentor me and show me the love that I really need in order to get better at what I'm doing. And I appreciate that and I love you for it. That's the kind of thing that God continues to teach us day in and day out. It's not going to be easy. And it's not going to be immediate. But the more that you focus on growing and moving forward in the kingdom of God, and you focus on your spiritual growth, you start to follow the Holy Ghost and He leads you in different directions. And He shows you different things that can happen in your life. And you know, they give us, Scripture gives us great revelation in Galatians. It tells us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to His cross and crucified them there. We gave ourselves over to Jesus. We took those previous sins and we put them on the cross and let God's blood cover them. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Not just when we feel like it, but all the time. We need to tap into that power that we have in us and let it guide us and direct us and get us to the point where we're not thinking the same and we're not acting the same. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. We shouldn't be trying to keep up with the Joneses, ladies and gentlemen. We shouldn't be concerned about what our neighbors are doing, especially if our house isn't in order. It's time to start turning inward, 
focusing on ourselves, focusing on our own personal spirituality. You need to work out your growth with fear and trembling in the Word of the Lord. It's not just going to jump out at us. We have to continue to work at it. We need to continue to move forward in our walk with God. And some of the easiest ways to do that in order to continue to move forward and to continue to keep growing, you can have a Bible study. There are plenty of people that are here that can help you with a Bible study. You need to get into a discipleship relationship with someone that's been doing it far longer than you have. And that way you can look at them and go, I don't understand. I have a question. And they can look at you and go, well, I have an answer for you. And we're going to find it together. And we're going to work it out. And I'm going to help you grow and become stronger in your faith and in your spirit. And I'm going to help you continue to grow in the kingdom. And we're going to learn how to move forward together. Because I tell you, I've done some discipleship and I've been asked some questions that made me scratch my head. And I had to go and do some serious, serious research in order to answer those questions because it caught me off guard. I wasn't prepared. But you know, now, since I've been doing this a little while longer, those kind of questions don't catch me off guard as bad. Because I've dealt with it. I've been there. I've lived it. I've experienced it. I've learned from it. So I've added knowledge on top of everything else that I've been working on. And it helps me grow spiritually. I'm getting ready to come to, the, come to a close. So if you'd like to come to the music, just let everybody know that I'm not going to keep rambling. Let me tell you tonight that if you haven't repented, you haven't been baptized in Jesus' name, and you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, tonight is your night to come up here and experience the great and wonderful love of God. He's leaving it out there for all of us. He's letting it be known that we can have it if we ask for it. We need to stop letting the world hold us back. We need to let go of those enemies' lives and start leaving those things behind us. We need to continue to work in the Holy Ghost and we need to continue to work in our spirits and we need to open our hearts and let God fill us up from the inside. You know, God works differently on people. He doesn't work in the same way on me as he does on Crystal or as he even does on Brother Miguel. God works on us differently and brings us all to stages at different points. We need to focus on not comparing ourselves to others. We need to compare ourselves with the Word of God. This is our measuring stick. This is what we should look at. We should stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and start worrying about how I'm going to continue to apply this scripture to my life. 
once we start looking to the scriptures as a mirror, we can identify the issues that we have going on inside of ourselves. We can start working out our own problems by turning to God and laying them at His feet. If you can all stand with me tonight. I want to challenge each and every one of us in here. I want you to find out for yourself where you think you're at in the process. I know I gave us a lot of steps. Faith, virtue, knowledge. Are you still stuck trying to figure out what God is telling you? Are you still in that process of trying to Learn how to work in the Spirit instead of working in the world. Take some time to yourself this week and offer yourself up to God in prayer. Ask Him, Lord, how can I continue to improve myself? How can I become closer to You through using Your Word? What do You have in store for me, God? I don't want to continue to keep walking around as a shell of what I used to be. I want to move forward in your kingdom and I want to grow closer to you because in the end, I want to come home and see you in the streets of gold. So, you can take steps to improve your own situation. And the first step is, is to come up to this altar and repent of your sins. Ask God to forgive you, no matter how small or how big it might have been this week. You can come and ask God to help you leave that in the past and move forward with Him. I invite everyone in this house to come forward to the altar and continue to ask God what He's got in store for you spiritually how he wants to help you grow and how he wants to help you move and how he wants you to stay committed to him so that you don't have to repent quite as often. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to stumble. But learning from those stumbles is what's really important.